Listen to me now. When you go to Exodus chapter 3, from verse 4, Exodus chapter 3, I'm reading verse 4 and 5, then I'll explain. He says, when the Lord saw that he had gone Yes. Yeah. 
globally kote, kote in Kenya, hapa Kenya you vascular, you vascular, everywhere kila mahali. he's saying the responsibility is this because now kwa sababu sasa God the Father Mungu Baba has visited the house nyumba. in the power of the cloud of his glory katika nguvu ya wingu la utukufu wake now sasa you cannot again hauwezi tena enter with those kuingia na hizo sabatu what is the meaning of removing the sandals maana ya kuvua viatu ni ipi removing the sandals means this kuondoa viatu yamaanisha hivi respect heshima respect heshima that means hiyo inamaanisha respect to the lord heshima kwa bwana has been lacking imekuwa imekosa Number two, ya pili, removing sandals kuondoa viatu that this cloud is instructing the pastors to do today ya kwamba wingu hili linaagiza wachungaji leo hii means inamaanisha ona heshima ona heshima number three, ya tatu, removing the sandals kuondoa viatu that this glory is right now commanding the pastor to do ya kwamba utukufu sasa hivi unaamrisha wachungaji wafanye it means inamaanisha humbleness unyenyekevu humbleness unyenyekevu removing the sandals kufua viatu that this cloud of glory ya kwamba ili wingu la utukufu is right now sasa ordering the church to do inaamrisha kanisa lifanye means maanisha humility unyenyekevu five number five number 5 the removal of sandals kuondoa viatu that the glory is instructing the church to do ambayo utukufu unaagiza kanisa lifanye means this inamaanisha hivi separateness of place ah let me just describe that means inamaanisha a separated place mahali palipotengwa meaning kumaanisha the other places mahali pengine he can walk with sandals anaweza kutembea na sabatu but if he wants to come here lakini ikiwa anataka kuja hapa where the lord is mahali ambapo mungu yupo he says anasema this is a separated place hapa ni mahali palipotengwa here you must move this hapa lazima uondoe viatu precious people watu wa thamani what are the sandals that the lord is instructing the church to remove commanding her to remove je ni viatu vipi ambavyo bwana analiamrisha kanisa liondoe if you look at the church of christ globally ikiwa utatazama kanisa la kristo kote kote ulimwenguni you see that right now unaona kwamba sasa she is trampling the altar anakanyaga madhabahu with certain sandals na viatu fulani one of them moja wapo is sexual sin ni dhambi ya ngono i knew that if the lord is going to send me to you nilijua ikiwa bwana anaenda kunituma kwenu then we have to discuss the truth basi itabidi tujadili ukweli then the truth has to be dispensed basi ukweli lazima uachiliwe he saying anasema that the sandals ya kwamba viatu that have been troubling his altar ambavyo umekuwa ukikanyaga navyo madhabahu one of them moja wapo I told you is very deep. Niliwaambia ni abilindi mno. Yada one nyingine is the sandals of falsehood. Ni viatu vya udanganyifu. Deception. Uongo. The other one nyingine the sandals of false prophets. Ni viatu vya manabii wa uongo. The prophets manabii whose tongues are very weak. Ambao ndimi zao ni legevu mno ni 
uongo. The apostles that write an impact. Mitume wanaandika tu China. This is apostle so so. Huyu ni mtume fulani wa fulani. And you know it's amazing because the Lord speaks me quite a bit about them. Na unajua yeye ashangaza maana Bwana uninenea sana kwa uso. The other one. Nyingine. Postmodernism usasa. The other one. Nyingine. He said the gospel of prosperity. Anasema injili ya upanishi. The gospel injili that throws out holiness. Ambayo inatupa nje utakatifu. It centralizes money. Na inaweka shina na kati pesa. The other one. Nyingine. Homosexuality in the church. Ushoga katika kanisa. Homosexuality. Ushoga. The other one. Nyingine. The abortions in the worship team. Kuapya mimba katika vikundi vya kuabudu. And you are worshiping God like that. Na unamwabudu Mungu namna hiyo. You are worshiping the Lord. Unamwabudu Bwana with sandals of abortion. Na viatu vya kuapya mimba. Abortions are common in the church. Kuapya mimba ni ya kawaida kwa kanisa. Today it is common. Leo hii ni kawaida for a pastor kwa mchungaji to for example be involved in a relationship. Kwa mfano kuhusika katika uhusiano. It is common ni kawaida to hear a pastor's wife complaining kusikia mke wa mchungaji akilalamika how come yawezekanaje that leader that worship leader that girl that woman kwamba huyo kiongozi wa ibada huyo mwanamke huyo mtu knows more about you than me anajua zaidi kuhusu wewe kuliko mimi you hear this thing unasikia mambo haya don't come any closer nasema usisonge karibu remove those sandals now ondoa viatu hivyo sasa for the place where you are standing now is holy ground the lord is saying that behold the cloud of god is now tabernacle tabernacle in the church therefore behold the house of jehovah is now Holy ground ni mahali takatifu meaning kumaanisha the worship must now be holy ibada lazima sasa iwe takatifu there are no two ways there's one way hakuna njia mbili ni njia moja tu i need to move to the next thing nahitaji kwenda kiwango kingine the deeper message ujumbe wa vilindini of removing the sandals ya kuondoa viatu when the glory comes wakati utukufu unapofshuka the deeper understanding ufahamu wa vilindini of removing the sandals ya kuvua viatu that the cloud is instructing ambayo wingu inaagiza the pastors to do wachungaji kufanya in amsterdam kule amsterdam in upsala sweden kule upsala sweden yongoping yongoping in brazil kule brazil everywhere kila mahali look at this now tazama hii sasa you read the bible ikuta soma biblia you find a conversation unapata mjadala between jehovah and joshua There is the message. There is so much to teach. To prepare the church. As a holy bride. So one would wonder. Why pastors would spend time. And all time. To be preaching money. If we want food. Let us just ask God. To be God. And give us food. But it is wrong. And evil. To touch this eternal word. 
unajisi with sin na dhambi and deception na udanganyifu because this word kwa sababu neno hili is the only instrument ndicho chombo tu cha pekee that can literally take a human being from the earth ambacho inaweza mchukua mwanadamu kutoka kwa dunia back to heaven na kumpeleka mbinguni the unpurchasable ambayo haiwezi kununulika can do the unpurchasable inaweza panya isiyo nunulika the book of joshua kitabu cha yoshua chapter 5 sura ya 5 i told you niliwaambia i come with a broom ninakuja na kipagio and i've been cleaning up the whole earth na nimekuwa nikipagia dunia yote my journey is long you know safari yangu ni ndefu mwajua i have to keep going itabidi niendelee kwenda until the messiah comes hadi masiya atakapokuja he has to find me on the road itabidi anipate nikiwa barabarani joshua chapter 5 yoshua sura ya 5 verses 13 to 15 mstari wa 13 hadi 16 the message to the church is there ujumbe kwa kanisa upale he says anasema Now when Joshua was near Jericho he looked up and he saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand Joshua went up to him and asked Are you for us or for our enemies Basi wakati Joshua alipokaribia Jericho akainua macho na akaona mtu aliyesimama mbele yake akiwa na upanga mkononi uliofutwa kwenye ala Yoshua akamwendea na kumuuliza, "Je, wewe uko upande wetu au upande wa adui zetu?" Are you for us? Je, uko upande wetu or for them? Ama kwa wao? He asked. Akauliza. Look at the reply. Tazama jibu. He said, "Neither," he replied, "but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come." Akajibu, "La siko upande wowote lakini mimi nimekujia nikiwa amri jeshi wa jeshi la Bwana then Joshua fell face down to the ground in reverence and asked him what message does my lord have for his servant Joshua akaanguka kipudipudi hadi nje akasujudu akamuuliza je Bwana una ujumbe gani kwa mtumishi wako the commander of the lord's army replied of your sandals for the place where you are standing is holy ground and Joshua did so Amri jeshi wa jeshi la Bwana akajibu pua viatu vyako kwa maana mahali hapa unaposimama ni patakatifu na Yoshua akafanya hivyo Let me explain Wacha nielezee When they came to him wakati walipomjia he was seated at the entrance of the tent alikuwa ameketi katika kingilio cha hema and then he saw three of them anapokawaona watatu when he went there alipoenda pale he found out aligundua that this is the grand mega ya kwamba hii ni kubwa zaidi abraham abraham found out aligundua when he saw the three alipowaona watatu and he went to them na akawaendea he found out akagundua that this was the grand mega visitation ya kwamba ulikuwa mtembeleo mkubwa kabisa of the god had himself ya mungu baba mwenyewe joshua yoshua when it was time to save the children of israel wakati ilikuwa wakati wa kuokoa wana wa israeli joshua saw one yoshua aliona mmoja but when he went wakati alipoenda only later baadaye tu in the conversation katika majadiliano does he find out anagundua kwamba that this is the grand mega But the Lord himself is here. Ya kwamba Bwana mwenyewe yuko hapa, including this angel that was speaking with him. Kuhusisha huyu malaika anayezungumza na 
You may not know, but you are in the presence. Remove those sandals now. And out of there is the message of the glory of God. What is the message? In this grand measure, when you listen carefully, this is what you hear. And if you listen carefully, you see the message for the church. You hear the Lord through the cloud of His glory. Instructing Joshua to own, to take up the battle of the Lord that he may go and confront the enemies of God in order to deliver and save the children of God. Hallelujah! Let me go back to Moses. When Moses met the grand mega in a burning bush, when you follow down, remove your sandals, holy ground, when you read on, you see that every time anybody encounters the grand mega encounters the glory of the Godhead. Two things change. Number one, his identity changes. From a shepherd of the sheep of Jethro to a shepherd of the sheep of Jehovah. And he abandons the sheep of Jethro. And he goes back to Goshen. You begin to shepherd Israel. Those of you who are reading underneath, you are seeing the instruction to the church. But I will open, don't worry. He's saying, when Moses encountered the cloud, the glory of Jehovah, that became the standard calling, the classic calling of God to abandon shepherding prosperity to now go and shepherd the sheep of Christ. <laughs> oh, he's saying this is the hour to abandon the sheep of Jethro and return and begin to shepherd the sheep of Jehovah. That is what the cloud is saying. Now listen to me. When Moses met the glory of the Godhead, his identity changed. Then his ministry, in other words, life's mission, changed. And then, from that day on, 
Tangia hiyo siku na kuendelea. Akafanyika mchungaji wa kondoo wa Yehova. Na anataka kuikomboa Israeli toka pale kwenda Yerusalemu. The spiritual ship and sometimes you see pastor shepherding the sheep of Jethro every day in every church and they're tending it they're keeping it and the Lord is saying the times have changed so in that calling of Moses by encountering this cloud the glory of the Godhead as a consuming fire Moses was told to own to take up the battle of the Lord and go confront the Pharaoh to save the children of God when Joshua met the grand beggar he was told to take up the battle of God and bring down Jericho the enemies of God that he may save the children of God today the pastors world over have encountered this living glory and he's telling them to own up to take up the battle of God and go out there and slay the enemy that they may save the sheep of God. Oh yes. That's the message. You wonder why would somebody use it to talk about how God removed him from poverty to wealth or whatever. The gospel of Time is short. We need to work hard and use it to prepare the church. Now I want to get into the heart of the message. The prophecy is given that the cloud is coming. And then, the cloud surely comes. And it's not me to say, I saw, I saw. Believe you me, I saw. It is people that have recorded in their phones. When the cloud of God came down into the house of the Lord, what is the message to the church? Number one, he comes to the church to give the church direction. Do you remember Israel? When Moses was leading them through the wilderness, the same cloud, same, had to appear. Why? Because when God looked at the children of Israel, He saw them going around like this. Like people without direction. He was shocked. He asked, are these the 
people are just delivered they sounded to have forgotten the massive power that delivered them from Egypt. And yet, he had a mission and vision for the house of Jacob. That one day, the Messiah, the Lamb of God, would come through them and deliver humanity. But when he looked at them, he realized it is as if they did not understand the mission and vision of God for them. Confused and lost. They were saying, ah, ah, this time, what time is it? This time in Egypt, I would be eating a huge pot of meat and huge cucumbers and pots of fish. I am thirsting here. We are struggling to find water. But this time in Egypt, I would be drinking the sweet waters of the Nile until the Egyptians write poems about the sweet waters of the Nile. The Lord had all that. He had them saying that this man Moses we are not even sure of him. Let us fight for ourselves a leader to take us back. He said, they said, this God, we don't understand. Let us make for ourselves a God we can see and touch. The Lord heard all that he heard. And when he heard, he said, Allah, Allah, what are these people saying? Because of the gravity of the fact that their hearts were now inclined to Egypt again. The God had himself had to come down himself to give the house of Jacob direction direction the book of Numbers chapter 9 verses 15 to 23 I am not reading it you can read it you see the following you see a very very disobedient Israel and then when the cloud the same cloud this cloud comes down on the tent. Then you see a different Israel. You see two different Israel. Because he says in Numbers chapter 9, 15 to 23, he says, and when the cloud settled, they encamped. When the cloud lifted, they packed up their beds and they left with the cloud. And he says at the end 
of it that whether the cloud settled for a day Israel would encamp for a day whether it settled from evening till morning they would encamp from evening till morning whether it settled for years or for a year or months whatever the time they would observe then he says in that way Israel obeyed the command of God through Moses now when I look at the church today I see as if the church is repeating the Bible if you look at the pastors today their hearts are inclined to other things other than the sheep other than the rapture other than glory other than the kingdom that's why you hear a lot of scandals when you look at the church because of what I said about the pastors you see the following the women walk almost naked in church and the pastors don't bother to rebuke the young men walk naked in the church with sucking trousers and the pastors don't care to rebuke the evil immoral people come to church to teach messages of immorality and the church does not care to stop them or rebuke them when you look at the church you see that the very Egypt from which the Lord delivered her in a mighty way on the cross by power miracles and the wonders of the cross is the very Egypt that she is inclined to and going back to and the Lord is saying I cannot believe you are doing that I cannot believe you and the Lord said, When I called you, there is no single day I plan to humiliate you. Don't worry about what will I wear. What will I eat? Where will I sleep? He says, Even the birds in the air, they have no store, granaries, where they keep their harvest. But your God in heaven, He feeds them on a daily basis. And He says, How much more you, my servants, why? And he says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. 
They have no faith and they are teaching about faith. faith. Oh yes. The Lord is saying that at this hour the pastors must now follow the leading of God. He says that everybody in the Bible whenever they encountered the glory of the Godhead two things changed. Their identity changed right away. And then their life mission ministry changed instant. If you don't change, you will be the first person I meet who encounters the glory and doesn't change. The glory has come to give the church direction. And he's saying that Israel had never been this way before to Jerusalem. So is the church. She has never been to this way through the rapture of the church. She has never been this way before. So she surely needs the leadership of God to give her direction. I need to read the last point. But before I give the last point, can I underscore one more thing on direction? If you read the book of Exodus 30, this is what you see. When the cloud came to give Israel direction, look at what he did. He took them with their women and children, there was a shortcut. But he took a way that went straight and faced the Red Sea like this. To the Red Sea. How can you do this? We have women and children here. They rebuked Moses. How can you do that? How can you face the sea? But listen to me. When they just obeyed, number one, they saw the signs and wonders of God. Number two, they saw the power of the God they worship. Number three, when the sea opened and they walked through, their Egyptian enemies were swallowed up. So my question to the church is this. Considering that you are not obedient to the cloud of God. Or considering that you don't obey the cloud of God. Tell me. Who will drown your Egyptian enemies? If you don't obey. Numbers chapter 9. Which you have already written. 
ambayo tayari mmeandika verse 15 to 23 the key message it pulls out ujumbe ambao unajitokeza pale the key message that the glory the cloud of the glory brings to the church ujumbe nyeti muhimu zaidi ambao wingu la utukufu unaleta is obedience utiifu obedience utiifu na utiifu that's the same message huo ndio ujumbe ule ule he gave israel alipea israeli Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen to this now. What is the message that the cloud of Jehovah brings to the church of Christ? The prophecy said and fulfillment happens. But now, what is the message? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The message is this. The cloud of God comes to the church to distinguish his people. When Israel followed this cloud, this very cloud, Israel became known from then until today. By following the cloud. The people whose God is Jehovah. Hallelujah. The Lord has come to separate you out. Let me explain some key things. Moses, he dared God by asking him, Lord, now that your cloud you have come you, you have come and visited us and we have eaten from your hands from your throne the manna and you are telling us to go how will the people of the whole earth out there know that you are pleased with us and we have followed you and we have eaten manna from your heaven. In other words, what is it that will distinguish us from the rest of the inhabitants of the earth? What is it that is going to distinguish us as a church, as a generation, as a ministry, from the rest of the world, as a pastor that has sat under this cloud today. What is it that when you go out there, when you show it to people, they will say, that man has been visited by the cloud. Exodus 33. There is need for time to prepare the church. This is the beautiful message. It is a message of separation. It is a message of the eternal kingdom of God. It is a message of the journey. The Exodus. The pilgrimage to Jerusalem. The new Jerusalem. The new Jerusalem. Let us pack up our bags and follow.
Exodus 33. I'm reading two verses, verse 14, verse 15. The Lord replied, My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Then Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. Verse 16. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from the other people on the face of the earth. He thought, probably thought the Lord was going to remove identification cards. So when they ask you, flush it. When you meet people, you show it, you show it, you show it. Moses was shocked. If you listen to the conversation in verse 14, in verse 14, they were used to the colonies and communities of Goshen. They used to eat together, high five with each other. You saw so much light at night. There was fellowship. But the Lord, through this cloud, was removing them from their familiarity. And he was taking them straight through the wilderness. Moses panicked. Israel panicked. Like the church today, the church also fears loneliness. I just want to stay here in this church because I have my friends. In this community we care for each other. I love my pastor. I love the people here. We watch over each other. I like this pastor's fellowship because in this fellowship what we do is essentially we watch over each other. And I have come with the cloud of God. I have come to remove you from that portion of sin and slavery to sin. And I have come to remove you and put you on a path to the wilderness. Jerusalem, we are going. I said it. I said it. And the path I'm putting you through, you know it. Through the wilderness of repentance. And I'm telling you, if you have been wearing short mini skirts, I'm telling you now to wear long skirts. If you have been going to office and you go to office and you move men with your hair 
and everybody in the office in the bank loves you I'm telling you to tie your hair if you have been going to office in that office you'll be going as a young man and dressing powerful suits strong perfumes and moving women to last at you I'm telling you let us use bar soap I am putting you I am putting you on the path to the wilderness for purification purification Jerusalem 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 we are still going Listen to this. And on that path, it is called the highway of holiness. Isaiah 35, verse 8 and 9. And when you thought it was lonely, he says, however, no ferocious beasts will devour you there. So Moses If you don't send us by your presence, with your presence, please, don't send us up from here. But let me move number two. And you think you will be lonely in the bank. When you, you now wear the long skirt. And you will think that when you carry your lunch, your lunch box in that office, and you stop going with them for lunch and talking about men, talking about women. You think you'll be lonely. You think if you stop going to the movies with them, you'll be lonely. Whoever thinks so is mistaken because right here
God's treasured possession. When they become that, his possession, then the following identification they hold. The following transformation happens. This is what happens. Their talk changes. Their walk changes. Their thoughts change. Their minds change. Their company changes. And if you take them, then their destiny has changed. And he said, when you go out there, and everybody sees that your salvation has changed, your talk has changed, your walk has changed, your heart has changed, your mind has changed, your company has changed, your dressing has changed, then they will know that these people have been visited finished I wonder why people have to preach money listen he's saying that when your talk changes and they see your work changes and they see your thoughts change. And they see. Your friends change. And they see. Your dressing change. And they see. Your salvation change. And they see. And your destiny change. And they see. They will know. Surely, surely. Those people have been visited by the cloud pastors those who want to go back based on the message of today say I just want to go back there and shepherd the sheep of the Lord unto the Lord Repeat this prayer very loud then. Say, Dear Jesus, I have heard about the glory of your visitation. The visitation of your Father. You are God and my God.
Raise them. For this hour. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Shalom Haberim. Shalom Haberim. Shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom. Amen. Amina.